Hey everybody, before we get started, just wanted to remind you, Sai and I are going to be performing live stand-up comedy together, 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 together. I can't tell if together, it moves my... Together, together, together. I'm moving together. my head, but I, I think I have such a good mic, it's going to put it all in one spot. Together, together, together. Together, Anyways, together, together, um, together. What if somebody just crashed because it kept going to different speakers? Doesn't matter. We're going to be performing live stand-up comedy together. Uh, February 10th and 11th at Go Bananas Comedy Club in Cincinnati, Ohio. Just north. Blue Ash, I believe it is. And uh, it's going to be a fun time. You know, we're going to have uh, we're going to have some fun. We're going to you're going to get to see the baby boy. You're going to see him do live stand up comedy. And um, I'm excited to uh, have to deal with people clapping for him 15 minutes into my set. So that should be fun just because it's like, you know, when. Somebody crosses the finish line at Special Olympics. Doesn't matter. The point is, uh, it's going to be a blast. I hope you can make it. Also, Acme Comedy Company, March 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. A uh, couple of the shows are already sold out, and this is more than a month away when we're recording this. So I just want you to know that if you want to go see that show, I would recommend getting tickets. Uh, you can get tickets for Go Bananas at GoBananasComedy.com, and you can get all tickets at Chad's website. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, thank you for coming back. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being with us on another lovely podcast. Is Are the skies outside blue? <clears throat> I don't think it matters because inside there's cat dander and there's a dog meeting two cats and I can't breathe and my eyes are swollen and uh, it's been a great day. Across from me as always is Cyrus Amundsen. That was like if a podcast open was a suicide note. Yikes. This is... It might be. It might be. <laughs> this, the energy that Chad brought... Spoiler alert. It might be. <laughs> the energy that Chad brought to the pre-show meeting can only be described as a cartoon thundercloud. You know, like, uh, like if, a, yeah, if a thundercloud, sure. a storm cloud had a face, that's... That's what I'm that's what I'm seeing. Also what I'm seeing since I can see your new place in Minneapolis that's near people. Uh you have a couch behind you yeah. that you couldn't pay me to sit it on. Would break I'm gonna you. Yeah, what it is this? It what would the break you. It, did you get that from a college student's where no what we, what, we, what am uh, I doing? What am I making a big deal out of a We got it from no here. One? Let me let yeah. me move all the way over so you can see the chaise lounge. Mm-hmm. And then um, I can tell we got it at uh, it looks nice, but it's not comfortable dot com. <laughs> so that's that's where that came from. Um, hey, listen, have you ever are you a directions guy? Like, like can I, you when when people go uh, when you go, hey, how do you get to the grocery store? They go, you want to go west down here and then and then uh, north. No, can you deal. Can you do that? No. If you take my smartphone away from me. And you sure. take me three miles from our house, you might as well shoot me in the head and roll me into a river. <laughs> you could actually, you could actually be on alone, except you're just in a Chipotle parking lot. Yeah. I, like, I, I, I can't eat that stuff. It's inflammatory. And they're like, okay, dude, good luck finding your way home. Yeah, it is. Uh, my dad is one of those people. 
I'll be like, the Kroger, if if you go to the stoplight and take a left, it's there. And he goes, east? And I go, I don't fucking know, Dad. Are we in a wagon? Are we in a covered wagon right, right now? Take a left on the fucking thing that says 48. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to tell you something. Normally, that's how I feel. Normally, I'm not a directions guy. But I am renting a place out in Newport Beach for Olivia's birthday. Okay. okay. I'm going to go out there. We're going to hang out. Okay. And one of our favorite places to surf is Blackie's in Newport Beach. It's like one of the sections of the beach. It's like 30 blocks away from Newport Pier, whatever. And so I'm like, all right, this is going to be great. We're going to do this. We're going to have fun. And uh, I go, hey, I found this place. It has surfboards. It has boogie boards, wetsuits, and bikes so we can bike over to our spot. And she's like, how far is it? And I go, it's two miles from the pier. And she goes, well, that's going to be too far because then we have to go. I go, no, 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 it's on the same side. And she goes, I, I don't get it. And I say, okay, so Blackie's is north of the pier and the condo is also north of the pier. And she goes, well, how am I supposed to know which way is north? And I go, well, when you're looking west, north is to the right. Yeah. And she goes, how do I know what is west? And I'm like, you're on, you're on the fucking Pacific Ocean. You're looking out into the Pacific Ocean. What do you mean? How do you know which way is west? This is not a wagon situation. You're literally gifted knowing one of the directions. It's like the first step in a geometrical proof. It's given. It's right in front of you. You look to the right. That's north. Never eat soggy waffles. Very simple. I do the, uh, I just think of the word we. If I know east or west, I know that it's, it's we. And if you're looking west, that means we, west, east. Yes, north north to the right. I don't feel like I should be a part of this. That was not great, but you know what I'm saying. I would have figured it out. I know what you were saying when you said what you were saying. Yeah, and then she goes, then she starts crying at sure. the end of the conversation. And she goes, I go, what are you crying for? And she goes, well, because I feel bad for our argument. And I go, okay, well, then maybe since this happens a lot where at the end of our conversation you start crying because <laughs> you feel bad maybe at the time before you say some shit you should reassess what you're going to say to me before you feel bad maybe instead of going why don't you just say this way i don't know what it is why don't you just go oh maybe i could take a second to realize that if i look out into the water that i know that that's west slow down yeah. Yes. How about this? And maybe this is a heavy duty. This is a heavy duty. Uh, we're going to have some, uh, you know, female dynamic relationship comments from this episode. But I deal with some stuff with sure. Jenna here. And maybe we can send Jenna and Olivia to some sort of class where they practice slow down, listen, look and react. Now, It'd be nice if that spelled something. I think that just spells slur. Sure, sure. That's not great. But Jenna, yesterday, so I've been trying to do this thing. Uh, have you ever done progressive muscle relaxation? No, but let me go back to one thing before we keep going. I do want to hear about this, but I, I do need to tell you that um, the reason I know she needs to slow down and look and whatever Listen you said and react. And react. Slur. Slur, 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 um, slur, is because I do. I yeah. need to do that. Me too. Yeah. And that's why I know I can recognize the stuff that I've been working on. I can recognize that in her. 
And so then I know this is not going to end well. You're going to end up freaking out and killing two goddamn cats because you're allergic to them. Wait, what? <laughs> what were you saying? What are you saying about relaxing muscles? So, I have you ever done progressive muscle relaxation? I don't think so. So the idea is you lay down, you relax. Somebody leads you on a guided meditation where you relax every muscle in your body. It's like a, okay. there's hypnosis versions. There's all these versions. It's a relaxation tea, uh, technique. Newsflash. It's all ideas on board trying to fix the champ's body over here. If sure. you if you told me and anything you tell me, if you call me tomorrow and you're like, hey, Cy, I heard this helps with chronic yeah. pain and health stuff. I'm probably yeah. I'm listening. I'm open to okay, the conversation. I, okay, I have an idea right now. Okay. Conservative muscle relaxation where they just go, relax your muscles, you fucking pussy. What are you, a fucking chick? Relax your muscles. Yeah. Fucking puss. The one the one I'm doing right now is it goes, and now if your calves consent, please. <laughs> okay, everyone listening, understand we took a big swing at both sides, so you can suck. Stay out stay out of my Instagram. Stay out yeah. of my fucking Instagram. So that was very funny. If your calves consent. So go ahead and try to relax them. But before you do, ask if they consent again. So the point is. Yeah. I I now and I'm off. I'm off in a million directions. I'm off in a million directions and I need to pull it back into this story and I'd like to set okay. what just happened aside. So okay. Progressive muscle relaxation, uh, you lay down, there's often, you know, a nice music in back, and uh, mm -hmm. it's normally a voice. You, there's a lot of these videos on YouTube where it goes, hello, and welcome to your progressive muscle relaxation. Mm -hmm. Draw a deep breath in to your diaphragm, and now, without effort, release. And then it goes through each, like, your palm, Relax your palm. Each finger is relaxing. Some of them, progressive muscle relaxations, they have you clinch and then let go. So it's like squeeze your fist as hard as you can and then relax. And you do that with every oh, muscle in your body. Okay. So it's kind of, it's like a relaxation technique. It's a meditation technique. It, it, you know, it's a bunch of stuff. It can be a bunch of stuff rolled into one. And uh, I have enjoyed it. It's been nice. But I like to lay down when I do it. And so I like to go up to the bedroom, lay down, turn the video on and, and do it. M the bedroom is directly above Jenna's office. And I'm, I'm loud. You know that. I'm a loud person. You're pretty loud, yeah. But Jenna on a work call, I don't know if she cuts her ears off before every work call. I don't know what the fuck happens. But she is so loud I think our neighbors could work at her company. That's how informed they are. She's she's one of these people like uh, old people on the plane when they land and they're trying to get a hold of their ride. Yeah. Where they don't need the cell phone because the ride can <laughs> definitely hear them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got gotcha. you. So yesterday I'm about to do my progressive muscle relaxation. I'm going upstairs to do it. And Jenna's upstairs. And so we're talking for a minute. And she's got to go pick up the dog from the groomer. And so she's leaving. So I go, okay, this is a good time. And so we're talking and I say out loud the words. I go, okay, cool. I'm going to do my, my progressive muscle relaxation while you're gone. And she goes, that's great. Yeah. Cause then you won't, I won't interrupt you. Like we have this conversation affirming that I'm going okay. to do that. Right. Okay. She says, yeah. that'll be good. Cause you won't be, you, you know, I won't interrupt it 
with my, you know, work. Yep. And then I lay down. It's a, it's a process, right? You know, I do some breathing exercises beforehand to get in the right mm -hmm. mindset. And then I get mm -hmm. into it. And once you're in it, you're in it. And once you get snapped out of it, you're out of it. And so 15 <laughs> minutes. I'm sorry, but this is something I could never do. I would be taking my second breath to just relax. And I'd be like, what the fuck is that ticking? <laughs> I, I, there's no chance I would be able to do this. So I'm, first of all, I'm very proud of you for trying it. And I think it's impressive that you've, you're even gotten into it one time. Jenna yesterday, despite that conversation, did not slur at all. She fucking sped up, forgot that she heard anything, did the opposite of listening, did not look around at all, and just went straight to react because she was getting ready to leave to go get the dog. I'm into my progressive muscle relaxation. And she was like, oh, wait, I got to ask him a question. And just like a fucking rhino on cocaine burst <laughs> into my room. Hey, do you when when you dropped him off? Dude, it was it was almost like a, I don't think we can be together anymore. And I know that's an overreaction, but I I feel what you're feeling about the slow sure. down and mm -hmm. and just be a human for a second. Like before you react, just take a minute, man. Just take a minute. Yeah, I think I've said this before, but I count down from 10. And then if I'm still not there, I start counting up. And there's times where I've made it into the 200s. <laughs> because I know that if I talk to anybody, I, I just need to keep counting and saying numbers because the next word out of my mouth is going to be fuck and something something devastating to the other person. One of the great life lessons I ever learned was uh, from a man named Mike Blansky. Uh, he was the head coach of the Orono High School basketball team, and I uh, was an assistant coach there when I was quite young, like 19 Huge years old. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so, I, uh, <laughs> so we had taken the team, and we had gone to play the school's rival, right, Benilde mm -hmm. St. Margaret's was the name of the school. And uh, we went up there and got the shit kicked out of us, like embarrassed. And we got on the bus and we drove home and I'm waiting for him. He didn't address the team in the locker room at all. And I, I was coached in high school in a way that I also don't like, which is like, hey, I'm going to scream a lot and make you scared. Sure. And I'm a weak boy, so I didn't respond well to that. Yeah. Uh, so... I, I'm waiting for that. Like in the locker room, I'm waiting for the you guys fucked up, like the hammer on them thing. It doesn't come. We get on the bus. We drive back. I'm expecting him to talk to him sitting on the bus. He doesn't. We go into the school, go into the locker room to get the stuff to go home from there. I'm expecting something. No talking, right? We finally go into the coach's office, and I was like, hey, man, what is – Are you, were you going to – what were you going to say anything to these guys? Uh, you know, I don't think I did it that informally. Like, dude, are you going to respond? Hey, bro, are you going to kick up some words with these riffraff or no? <laughs> and so uh, he said something that I have kept with me uh, as best as I can to this day. He goes, if I respond now, anything I say is going to be clearly based in emotion. He goes, it won't be productive. It won't help us going forward. It's only going to sabotage, you know, I'm paraphrasing a bit, but it's only going to sabotage the respect and the relationship dynamic and everything. It's, it won't be helpful sure. for what we're truly trying to accomplish. He goes, I'm going to sit on it. 
I'm going to get away from this emotion, let them get away from the emotion. And at the JV game on Saturday, I'm going to talk to them. And I think that is applicable, applicable across sure. all aspects of life. I, I was very impressed. Uh, young, weak Cy Amundsen thought that was the tits nips. It's interesting because my mom, uh, once I remember, she got mad about something and started screaming immediately. And we were like, whoa, 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 what's happening? And she goes, what do you want me to take some time and think about it? Because if I do, my reaction will not be based in emotion and it will not ruin our relationship. And we will not. And I was, we were like, what the fuck? And we we're like, I, I'm not trying to be helpful. I'm trying to scare the shit out of you. I'm a single mother. And we were like, okay, all right. Do you know Mike Blansky? Can we get him in here for a sec? <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, speaking of uh, ruining dynamics and not responding well, I fucking watched that new Pinocchio movie with Jenna. Okay. New Pinocchio. I'm not, I don't know if I'm familiar They're doing, with it. It's a live-action Pinocchio where Tom Hanks plays Geppetto. And, uh, wow. He has really taken everything they offer him. Huh? Yeah. He's, I mean, when they stopped making as many movies, he was like, just throw it my way. I'll be, I'll be Geppetto. Yeah. And uh, I did what I like to do in in films with Jenna, which is I like to come in about 20 minutes late, okay. uh, miss something crucial. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then provide commentary throughout the film that uh, eventually she's like, do you think you should go do something else? That's mm. how we watch movies together. It <laughs> sounds great. Uh, I don't understand. Like they keep. Is there a mar I mean, I know there is. There's a market for nostalgia, but these, like, hey, we made Aladdin with real people, and we made The Lion King with real humans, and we made Pinocchio with a real Geppetto. Like, it sucks. They suck. They, they suck. I bet. I just want the cartoons. I don't care. I want the singing in the cartoons, and I don't, I don't care about real Geppetto. Also, if you're going to make a bunch of jokes, you and your brother Jess, and this is, I'm giving you advice, Chad. If you okay, and your brother yep. Jess and are going to make Jess, yeah. a bunch of jokes calling Geppetto Geppetto for trying to create a wooden boy, you should, you should oh. know that he did lose his entire family tragically, and that's why he created the wooden boy. And this happens in the first 20 minutes. And your wife is not, <laughs> yeah, gonna, sure does. your wife is not going to think the Geppetto jokes are funny and she oh. she will try to you know myth bust your Geppetto conspiracy theory yeah I uh that is interesting because the just Geppetto is such a perfect name for somebody who is just I mean that's that time's version of making a sex robot yeah right oh yeah oh yeah I made a wooden boy and I really hope he comes to life you can call a, me. A, yeah. You can call me Geppetto. <laughs> I made a wooden boy, except for this one plastic wet rubber O-ring <laughs> that I put where his buttle would be. <laughs> the I'm best Geppetto. part is when he came to life, his nose started to grow. Woo! <laughs> happy birthday, Geppetto! <laughs> so. Lie some more. Lie some more. That's Geppetto's version of Deeper. L tell me a lie, you dirty bitch. 
Till he's just on a skewer. Till he's a rotisserie chicken. Geppetto's just like rotating around his nose. <laughs> I love it. I'm Geppetto. Yeah, so Je- Jenna wouldn't love this conversation. Um, the <laughs> Good thing she doesn't listen. The That's very true. The other thing that they really breeze past in that movie is the whole... Uh, you know, like, you know, Pinocchio escapes. For those of you who haven't seen it in a while, a con artist fox named Honest yeah. John, which, by the way, you know, if you if you are in a conversation with your wife and you are, like, commenting and arguing about plot points and whether or not uh, Woodsmith is a pedophile, like any of that stuff... You mm-hmm. you spend some time on the internet and you learn some stuff. So you know the cat, honest honest John, the con artist, the, the con sure. artist cat. His real name is Worthington Fowlfellow. <laughs> oh, I would have uh, never known that. I just like that that they go with aunt, like uh, when you call a right-handed pitcher lefty or a gigantic man tiny. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. They just call you the opposite of the thing. It's not as iconic as Stromboli. Like, Stromboli is a strong villain name. Yeah. But so, for those of you who don't remember, uh, Pinocchio, and I think he's got like a buddy named Lampwick. A lot of weird names in -hmm. this film. But they get sent to Pleasure Island where all these misbehaving boys, and I'm sure there's some lesson in this. But, like, right, they go to right. Pleasure Island where they can drink and gamble and fight and smoke and do all these things that boys aren't supposed to do. But little do they know, the island is cursed. And when you sure. behave badly on the island, you get turned into a donkey. And first you grow ears and then a tail. And then you, mm-hmm. you become a full donkey. And the last thing that happens is you can't talk. And once you can't talk and be like, hey, I used to be a boy. Then mm-hmm. they ship you back to the mainland and basically donkey human, because you're a human inside, they donkey human traffic you into salt mines and circuses and stuff like that. And what I oh, love... shit, did I ever see Pinocchio? What the <laughs> fuck is going on? Well, what I love about wild. Pinocchio is Pinocchio escapes, right? He escapes okay. Pleasure Island. And then they just kind of fucking breeze past the hundreds of boys who got permanently turned into donkeys and sold into donkey slavery. They never They don't go looking for them? They don't go. There's no there's no Pinocchio 2 Donkey Boy Island. There's no <laughs> like there is no saving the donkey boys. It's just like they're just like, "Well, that happened and it's still happening just cuz Pinocchio escaped." There are tons of children who at one point belonged to families who are yeah. now enslaved donkeys, and it's continuing to happen. You think Epstein was a bad guy, and I'm not I'm here. I'm going to take that back because he was a bad guy. I don't need anybody to. <laughs> you th- you think the worst guy ever was bad? Listen to this. <laughs> there there's a there's a fictional person in a cartoon that yeah. owns an island, okay? <laughs> and this island is cursed, and the cur yeah. So it's they really breeze by, you know. They really breeze by that whole, they're donkeys forever, but Pinocchio made it. They got out of the whale, too, or whatever the sea beast that they lived inside was. Yeah, well, listen, this is about Pinocchio. It's not called, you know, Eric. 
It's not called Eric the donkey. We're not looking for Eric because besides, once you turn into a donkey, they're like, hey, are you Eric? I mean, it's hard to get a read on that because you bring home a, just a normal fucking donkey because you think it's your boy Eric. I mean, that's that's tough. Eric starts producing a podcast. I mean, it's like, what are you going to do? Um, I have a thing that I'd like to talk about. Sure. Does it have any Theo Epstein? Theo Epstein. He was a. He was the. He's a baseball general manager. I wonder how many Theo. people do that. That's like. That's a name ruiner. That's like. It's not Hitler, yeah. obviously. Like a like right. Adolf or anything. But like, if you're an Epstein right now, that's a. That's it's gonna be great. a bummer for a minute. Yeah, you almost want to go with something like Epstanovac or something. It's almost better to to say, "Hey, listen, I'm full Russian." I fired one missile into Yugoslavia, but I'm not an Epstein. Right. Do you do you know anybody that changed their name? Like, do you know anybody that had a last name that they're like, well, I'm not going to do this shit. Like there was a family in my hometown that in my hometown, there's a real good family Uh, in my hometown. There was a family whose last name was sexy. Uh, and I think yeah, you got to get that out of there. I think the dad's name was Arnold sexy, which is, I know you got to quit it, but like Arnold sexy. If you want my body <laughs> and your Arnold sexy, come on, baby. Let me know. <laughs> yeah. I just kids change it. But if you're Arnold sexy, you own it. You own Arnold sexy. Oh, fuck to the, yeah. but here's the problem then. Then you know, and this is going to be one of these things where, um, well, boys and girls are the same. They're not. I'm just going to tell you this. No, you don't want to be Trisha sexy. You push a little boy through the tough years because you know he's going to have the best years. Uh, A little girl, that's just, that's tough. And that's just too much. I think just sexy is, and I, I suppose when Arnold sexy was a boy, sexy wasn't a term that was probably used as much. I don't know when sexy became. And even if it was, here's the thing: if your if your name is sexy and you're a little boy, you just stay away from other men named Geppetto. <laughs> That's your number one rule. You're like, hi, I'm Arnold. What's your name, Geppetto? <laughs> and you go, okay, well, listen, um, since I don't want to be a fucking donkey. On Donkey Island, yep. I'm just gonna, Donkey I'm gonna Island. stop. I'm gonna stop you right there, and I'm gonna go, go away. Sure. So you were going, you were saying you, you're going to a Timberwolves game. Well, here's why I brought it up because I, sh- I have been eating a lot of mustache hair. <laughs> sure. My mustache has been too long. It's winter. I'm trying to get some soup in okay. my mouth. And well, just, just uh, to so be I, clear, what, what type of soup are we talking here? Because I like details. Well, I like a good, uh, like a Cream. squash. A squash. Like a, I didn't see like that a coming. Squash a squash soup. soup. Yeah. When it comes to, when it comes to winter, I like a good hearty tomato basil. Okay. No yeah. cream soups. What about a potato no, not, soup? I mean, I don't like potato soup. I do like uh, chicken wild rice. I'll I love a, a chili. Chicken wild I'll take a chili. Lo- everybody oh, loves a chili. Everybody yeah. loves a chili. Beans yes. or no beans in the chili? Well, here's the thing. When I make it, it has beans because I like it to have some nutritional value. But I will tell you this, Fritz, uh, Nothnagel, friend of the show, of course, mm-hmm. um, he he makes a chili that is so fucking good. He puts Hershey's syrup in it and cinnamon. It's one of the best things. It's all the peppers, 
habanero, uh, green, red, yellow, orange, like all the colors. So it's very colorful and it is so delicious. You can also put it on spaghetti noodles, bro. Listen, I'm about to start masturbating. This is ridiculous. It's so, it's so unbelievably good. The reason I'm telling you about this mustache thing is because I trimmed it, right? Mm -hmm. So I left my beard pretty long and I trimmed my mustache. So I look like LeBron James or a very lazy Amish person where now I have regrowth on my upper lip where it was once shaved all the way down. Sure. Right? I used to look at Amish people and I used to think that's the dumbest way to shave ever, but I get it, right? If you have to go outside and pump your own water out of a well, I understand not wanting to get food in your mustache. That makes sense to me. So I did it, and now I look ridiculous. But I also look, this is kind of Lebr LeBron James look, right? Yeah, I Skinny would say mustache. you look exactly like LeBron James. Thank you. I've been lifting. Skinny mustache and longer beard. So now I'm going to an NBA game. I am going to the Timberwolves Golden State Warriors game. Oh, boy. Because because I told Kelsey, I said, listen, you've seen the best three-point shooter. Now, let's go watch the second best three-point shooter in Steph Curry. Sure, sure. <clears throat> and so we're headed there, but I had to call. I, I got these tickets. I did not get an email, so I don't know where my tickets are. I have the receipt. I know I paid for them, all this stuff, but I don't know where the tickets. I, I, I'm going to need a code to get in. So I call the Timberwolves, and it is like uh, this young gal, her name's Amber, and she has one of those like kind of scratchy voices that I think some guys think are sexy, but like it's like a, like a playful. Oh. No, not, no, not like, I've been smoking bobs without a filter for years. <laughs> uh, hello, you called the Timberwolves. I drive a school bus when I'm not working at the, the ticket office. Yeah, and when uh, when the school bus is parked, I go out back and suck on the tailpipe because I ain't got no cigs. Is I mean, yeah, you're you're talking about uh, I believe her name is Natasha Leone, the uh, the sure kind of that yeah. yeah the little yeah yeah just a little it's a raspy, raspy smoky, yes. but yes. it's not you, you don't you don't immediately think cancer as soon as they say something <laughs> sure right, and so she's got that so I can tell she's young she's. Uh, Sounds like maybe she, she just woke up. Sounds like maybe she's fielding these calls from her home. And I say, hey, I have a problem. I bought these tickets. I didn't get an email. I don't know where these tickets are. And she goes, well, let me see if I can help. Do you have the Timberwolves app? And I said, ooh, apps. Not really an app guy. That's what I said. And then she goes, oh. And I go, yeah. She goes, well, this is going to be really helpful if you could do that. I can walk you through it. So do you know where the app... Now she's talking like this. Do you know where the app store is? Can you... Do you know how to put me on speakerphone so you can see your phone? And she goes, do you have a smartphone? I go, oh, I fucked up. Yeah. Right? By, by saying I'm not an app guy, I put myself in it at an age that's untouchable. Do you at that point just, I mean, if it's me and I take my pleasure from seeing where an, a moment like that goes, do you lean into it and you're like, I think, I think there's an app store over by the Lululemon by my house. Like, do you lean into it really hard? <laughs> no, I actually 
really try my hardest to not be a pain in the ass at that situation. Sure. I'm going to tell you something. I was on the phone trying to order some koozies. Okay. Because I'm sick of bringing t-shirts with me, so I'm going to I'm going to sell koozies. Oh. That's what I've decided to do. If people want on something the road, from the show, you're going to sell koozies. On the road. I have magnets. I got a uh, picture of Poe, his face, and then on it it says, "It's a magnet" from that old bit that I used to sure, do. Sure, sure. And then I'm getting some drive safe uh drive safe don't rape koozies. Koozies. So, I'm on the phone with the koozie people. And I will tell you that everybody knows how I feel about this. And Joel, this is not a backpedal or an apology. But I'm telling you, when someone is speaking English and you know it's not their first language, it's so fucking impressive to me because English is hard. Have you ever seen the thing? It's, it's like a tweet that went out a long time ago that said, uh, can you imagine English not being your first language or trying to learn English as your second language and seeing the word yacht. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Y-A-C-H-T, yacht. I mean, I w- you quit immediately, right? So anyone that speaks English as a second language is very impressive to me. However, however, I could not understand the shipping numbers. Sure. Right? I, was ha- I was having trouble. Mm-hmm. And so I asked three times. And I still couldn't understand the difference of what, why the numbers were different. And so I hung up. Now, people might think that that is rude and that is ridiculous. But I'm telling you, this was a mercy kill. Because all I was going to do was have to keep him on the line for so long. And so I really felt like it was a mercy kill just to, just to make sure that he didn't have to deal with me, basically. Sure. Do you, do you get to that point where... In those, because I I do that too. I'm like anybody who, you know, it's hard to learn. I can't. There's no. I think you could be like, Sai, here's ten million dollars in two years. You have to be fluent in any other language, and yeah. my brain just doesn't work that way. I think I'm good at some things. I just I struggle with language, so I I do often keep that in my my mind. But the yeah. moment, the moment somebody becomes a dick to me because i often am going i go i i could you please repeat that the moment they become a dick man i go the other direction real fast i i become a real piece of shit about it real fast i have a 360 day streak on duolingo for spanish and i would panic in if someone said hello to me in mexico (laughs) Because I would, I would think, well, I'll say this, but if they answer me, I'm going to have no fucking idea what's going on. So it really, it's just to read signs. So you're on the phone uh, with the yeah, Timberwolves. Yeah, so I'm on the phone, and, and she's speaking like, and can you, do you know how to turn your phone to speaker phone? And so I'm like, yes, Amber, I do. And so I'm doing all this stuff. And then we go through all, all of it, and I click on the little whatever QR code and my tickets pop up in the app and I go, oh, my tickets <laughs> like that. And she goes, well, I see you're excited. Are you bringing a grandchild to the game? <laughs> That's what she said to me. <laughs> oh, my God. I started laughing so hard. I go, I'm going to tell you something. 
I don't have any grandkids, but I totally get where your head's at right now. It started with, I'm not an app guy. She goes, yeah, yeah. I did. I was laughing. Oh, my God, that made me laugh. Are you bringing a grandchild? Are you going to need the ramp? I mean, really, it was like that shit. How, how close are you guys sitting? Uh, fairly. Fairly. Now, you are not an NBA guy. You... I'm not really, but I love giant dunks, and I love impressive things on a basketball court. Well, and I just mean that by you've been to you've been to football games, you've been to hockey right. games. Right. Is a hockey right. a game or a match? Hockey's a game. Hockey games. Yeah. Uh, have you been? You know, I know you went to. Uh, you sat on the roof of the stadium for Michael Jordan's yeah. game. Uh, yeah, we some we somehow drove to Minneapolis to watch the Timberwolves play the Bulls in the Metrodome, and when we got there, we were when we got to our seats, we were further away than Fergus Falls. So there's a thing that is going to suit your skill set so incredibly at NBA games because. For people not listening, attending a sporting event with Chad, and this is, I think, one of the things we bonded on very early, was heckling in a non, and we've talked about this before, but in a non-inappropriate way. No curse words, no foul content, but heckling in a way that really, really gets after people, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, The NBA environment, it's, you're so close to the floor and you're so, it's so accessible. That's why you see guys getting thrown out of NBA games before. We're like, I might, I might. I'm very excited. I'll tell you, we are uh, mid-court row H. Oh, boy. See, so I, they're going to they're gonna be able to hear me. The closest, somebody gave me tickets once, a very nice family gave me tickets once when I was like early 20s, and we were three rows behind the visitor's bench, and Chris Humphreys, who came out of Minnesota was like deep on the jazz bench and I had take I took a date there this was like a first date and I I something happened and I like heckled Chris Humphrey who was on the bench and I remember a couple of the guys on the jazz bench kind of laughed at they looked at each other and laughed like "Oh I, I know it was like that is your that's like winning that's like winning your first ever scratch off. I'm telling you when when you when you heckle a player there's a hierarchy to what you want to see, right? When the fans in the crowd laugh, that's one thing. But when you get another player to turn around or you see them laugh at it, that is like when uh Richard Gere went back to the store with uh, whatever her name is, pretty woman with the pretty woman. pretty woman. And they were, they just opened the door and with, with their arm, they go, welcome in. <laughs> that is the green light to go crazy. Yeah. And, and I did. And I, I don't know if you're, you're like, Cy, what are your career highlights? You're like, well, I, you know, that's some, there's some comedy central stuff and Conan was cool. I think on the, if you're power ranking, like toasting Chris Humphrey, in yeah. fr- and like ha- throughout the game, that's when I realized like those guys actually hear you. And if you do it in a way that's genuinely funny and not shitty, you can yep. get them. And that is a, that is a fun moment. And it's really available to you at NBA games. Yeah. And I, and I think they're not used to it because so many people heckle with curse words and whatever. It's almost the same rule as when uh, somebody cold calls you 
right? Sure. Like one of those like, hey, we've got new car insurance for you. They have to stay on the line with you until you hang up. But if you curse, they can go. Yes. Right? And so if you don't curse, you can basically keep them on all night if you have the time. And I think it's the same thing. If you curse at a player, they're so used to it, it just it doesn't even register. But if you do something, if you do something unique and you bring up something from their past, like we were heckling the Pittsburgh Pirates right fielder at a Cubs game, and we kept we kept bringing up his dogs by their names because we we did research before we went. And finally, I mean, he, he turned around and was like ear to ear grinning. It was it was so fun. But that's that's the kind of stuff you have to do if you do research. Uh, maybe about like their middle school where they, I mean, there's, there's so much information on the internet and if yeah. you use it, if you use it just to be funny and not, you know, not, not like to a, be like, hey, yeah, I'm no. going to kill your sixth grade teacher, Mrs. Erickson, <laughs> not that kind of shit. You creeps. What are you Geppetto? <laughs> I mean, you, you just have to go in and you have to figure out a funny way to do it. But I'm yeah. When a player reacts, that is chef's kiss, man. Do you think we should get into, and I know your answer, but just let me throw it at you and just, okay. I need you to slow lur here, okay? I need you okay, to slow lur um, Do you think we should get into uh, the WWE? <laughs> I would love to. I don't have the body for it. I mean, I'm scared no, to I go don't, on. I don't. Oh, you're talking about wrestling? Oh, you're not talking about, you're talking about going to a wrestling match? Yeah, I'm not talking, like, do I think we oh. should get you into the WWE? <laughs> yes. Do you Can think- I tell you something? God, would I love that. Imagine one of those backhanded chest slaps when you come <laughs> off the rope. My tits would muffle it. So everyone in the arena would be like, why was there no noise? It would be like when you pad up a room. Yeah, they wouldn't, they wouldn't let you into WWE because you would prove it's fake. Every time, no matter how hard they <laughs> slap your midsection, they go, ain't no noise. They ain't hitting this, brother. <laughs> it just goes into the void of my belly button. I, I, my brother Jess and I watched Royal Rumble on Sunday. I, we did not watch the whole Royal Rumble because it's long. We watched long enough to see that Brock Lesnar was in there. And, oh, nice. And just re, re, renew my, I don't have anything. I just don't care for Brock Lesnar. I don't, I don't think he's a cool guy. Uh, sure. And, but I like the crowds at these events are so great. Like I would I think I would rather watch a crowd cam of the like adults in the audience being really yeah. into it than I would yeah. watch the match. And I think I could get into it. I think I could become You know me, I get swept up in I get swept up in enthusiasm. I like chanting, you know, I like I like celebration. I th- I think we should grow some gnarly facial hair and become WWE guys. Uh, done. <laughs> Hello. I look like I rode a horse in a carriage to the match. <laughs> yeah, I think it's I think it's something. I think it's something worth thinking about. I've always had that. I I know I've said this on the show before, but if there's an event that other people go, that's that's lame. That sucks. Like WWE street ball sure. event. You know, anything, anything that is like wild and weird, fuck, go to it. Go, if it's in your town, you go to it and just have the time of your life. Yeah, I, I will, I will say, I'm going to put this out there. 
uh, UFC, if you go to a UFC match, no heckling. Keep yeah. your mouth shut. Yeah. Keep your head down. Yes, because do you know who goes to UFC fights? Guys who People wish, that want to be in the wish UFC. Wish they were in the UFC, yeah. And they all they want to do is find someone in the crowd to prove that they're a good fighter to Dana White. And that's a that's going to be a hard pass for me. I told you about the... I, I tried to do it on stage and no one cared. But I, I've told you about the time that I... Checks. heckled a bunch of people at a bar who were watching a Brock Lesnar fight, right? Yeah. That yeah, was, that's... It's a mistake. Uh, that's that's not, a huge mistake. That's a huge... Because people are jacked up. Yeah, it's, uh, we've talked about this a lot. It's the leave the movie, think you're in the movie vibe. And Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember getting home, I said this before, but from Rocky 3 or Rocky 4 or something like that, and just like going to town with undercut combos on my front door yeah. until my mom was like... Okay, that's enough. We're Rocky. done. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, you scream, Adrian. If we could, if you could, here's what I want to leave you with. If okay. you could get a human version of a cartoon movie that hasn't been made, because now, now we got the Pinocchio. Also, I think there's also a Guillermo del Toro Pinocchio uh, okay. that I haven't watched, and I don't think Jenna will watch with me. But so I think there's Probably a couple not. Pinocchios floating out there. I don't know what that one's about, but I hope it... Uh, that one's going to be unbelievable on Pleasure Island. Yeah, I hope that one focuses a lot more on Pleasure Island. So, you know, Aladdin, they did The Lion King. I think they've done some others. Have they done Beauty and the Beast? Did they do a live-action Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, I th- and I, I think it was actually live. I think it was... Oh. They did it, I believe so. I think John Legend was in it. Oh, so not not like a movie. Yeah, I think it was on TV, maybe. When we were uh, When we were kids... We so Greg and Sarah and I were all a year apart, okay. And so, and we were all very different humans. And so, we essentially had to establish a system where one person got to choose something to watch, then the next person. It was very rarely like, let's all watch this. And uh, we all had our go to when it was like, we want to watch something, and the other two. Like, don't like, no, it's my turn. I don't care what you want. Mine was the 1991 Minnesota Twins, Simply the Best. It was, (laughs) it was a, uh, it was, I started watching it in 92, probably watched it a million times. It was the story of how the Twins won the World Series that year. Greg's was, and if you think that's bad, Greg's was any from a series of, hunting guide videos so he's like a fucking nine-year-old kid that would pop a vhs tape in and sarah and i would have to sit there and then you'd hear he goes all right uh we're out here in the western fields south of coeur d'alene idaho and trying to get us a mule deer here and uh hopefully you know it's been a long trek but we saw one yesterday and with the western winds and the call and the <laughs> antler rattle. We're children. We're children yeah. watching a man do this. And that's then, a lot different from "We will see you tomorrow night." It's yeah. so a lot different was, from the enthusiasm. So everybody hated my movie. Everybody hated Greg's movie. So we hated when everybody hated when we got to pick. But then when Sarah got to pick, we had to pretend we hated her movie, and we're like, "Fuck Beauty and the Beast again." 
really? <laughs> and then 15 minutes later, we're all there like, do, 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 do. Like we're all having the time of our lives. Be our guest. Be, Be our, our guest. guest. Oh, yeah, that's great. We were having, yeah. So I I don't know that Beauty and the Beast is my go-to for remakes. I think it'd be funny if they uh, if they made Finding Nemo with real fish. I think that'd be really funny and boring. That would be uh, tough to watch. Yeah. Fantasia would be a funny one to remake with humans. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mine would be Strawberry Shortcake because... Even if uh, they're telling you they're young, you know those actors are in their 30s. So what's up? Put those outfits on, 30-year-olds. Come on. Put those outfits on. Come on, Geppetto. (laughs) If you want my body and you think I'm sexy, come on, baby, let me know. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work.